Another Guernsey Literary Festival has come and gone in what's been described as a record-breaking year for the event. Over 7,000 people piled into venues across the island to hear from a wide range of writers, poets, speakers and personalities. Express sat down with festival director Claire Allen and its marketing and press officer Nick LeMessurier to look back and wrap up on another successful few weeks of culture in the bailiwick. 2023 Literary Festival has come to an end, uh, a very busy one. How did it go in your own words? Well, this year's Guernsey Literary Festival, I think, was record-breaking success. We had 65 events over the two weeks covering fiction and non-fiction, local authors, off-island authors, um, and we were really delighted with how it went. Excellent. And uh, what's the level of organisation and planning and kind of the kind of people you need to pull together, not just speakers, but volunteers, organisations, you know, it's a big task, isn't it? It's, a, it's an enormous task, yeah. Um, it's, we start really as we finish the year before, don't we? Mm. I mean, we'll be starting planning next year quite soon. Um, and um, what happens is that we get together, we decide who we're going to ask to come. Uh, we're all volunteers. Mm. Um, and then we start pulling together... Um, those invitations and sponsors. Claire does is does the sponsors does it really well, and um, and that's um, we're busy really from from now. We'll be busy till next May. Yeah, doing it, won't we? So full on, full on. Yeah, no, uh, well, I mean our peak, peak period for planning yeah. the festival is from September through to December. Yeah, we do a trip over yeah. to the UK as well and meet with the publishers. Um, but you know we tend to have try and have a little bit of time off in the summer mm. but obviously at the festival itself we have lots of volunteers mm. involved with everything from helping organize the book signing stewarding at events manning the bookshop picking up the authors from the airport so in total I think this year we had about 70 volunteers that are involved with the actual logistics of putting on the festival and then there's a team of about 15 of us that meet every month throughout the year to mm. plan and organise the events. And as you say all volunteers, army of 70, you all do it because you love it, you love literary and you love what this brings to Guernsey right? Yeah we do, um, we love doing it and we wouldn't do it if we didn't um, but we also really like the fact that it's bringing um, writers um, to Guernsey who people wouldn't normally be able to meet and um, if, you wanted, if you wanted to meet your favourite writer, you'd have to go to a festival yourself. Mm. Um, but here, you know, we, we might have 40, 45 visiting writers um, and, and you've got a chance to meet them. And all of them, it seems to me, I, I don't know if Claire will agree with this, but all of them have got time for their audience. You know, they'll make time for you. And, and that's wonderful. Yeah, I think that came through in the reaction um, of various uh, writers and speakers that you sent over uh, yesterday, I think. Um, many of them praising the audiences in particular, the organisation, the planning, uh, but also the community outreach events. So some of the other stuff that maybe a lot of people didn't see who went to the you know more formal events, the mm. stuff in schools, uh, the stuff at Guernsey Prison, and uh, people made specific mention of that. So uh, And they, they, they said that it was the first opportunity to do that mm. um, at a literary festival and they they really like the opportunity to do it so could you speak a little bit more about those kind of community outreach events yeah and as a festival we all feel really passionately that the festival should be inclusive and it should there should be something for everybody um, and this year we were really delighted to be able to partner with the library and also the um, John Ramplin Charitable Trust to extend our community outreach program so we have one event in the prison with author Mim Skinner 
Um, she ran a workshop in the prison. Mm. We had five events in um, care homes, one in the Cheshire home, um, and then we had 17 events taking place in local schools as part of our educational programme. So it's probably an area of the festival lots of people don't see. Um, mm. Obviously the teachers um, are, are heavily involved with, with helping organise those events in schools too, but this year we were lucky to have the, um, the current children's laureate, um, Joseph Coelho, who went and did two um, really big school talks um, the one that he did in Amherst um, Primary, I think we had about 400 school children from various different schools actually attending that one. Um, and I think it's just fantastic that we can have somebody of his calibre um, speak to our young people. Mm. I think one, I can't remember the name, but one writer and illustrator said that there must be something in the water here because we thought all the children were talented and creative artists. So I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, I think that was Rob Biddulph. He did right. an event at St James um, to, at the weekend, yes. um, which we had, I think, about 200 children attend with with their families which was fantastic he became famous in lockdown because he did a draw yeah. with rob um event which became really popular so he had all the children in st james having a go at doing his illustrations illustrations which was fantastic great so um personal views now um what was your favorite talk were there any surprising moments for you were there any talks that you went to that you had an unexpected reaction to um, yeah, favourite talks. That's difficult. It's like choosing your favourite child, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, go there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, uh, uh, Helen Chersky, who's an oceanographer, and mm. was talking about the, the oceans of the world and explaining the details of how they operate and, um, and how we should look after them but don't. Um, and really, she was really inspirational, passionate, and one of those people who could pick facts out of the sky you know she could quote you so much information so I love that um, I'm a fiction buff so um, I went to two of our fiction writers debut authors Abigail Burdus and um, uh, um, Georgina Moore and really they were fabulous you know they were fabulous uh, really interesting not just about the books they were writ had written but about how to go about getting published and how to write and also mm. very often the big ideas behind them so those were three standouts for me oh a fourth can i mention <laughs> a fourth yes <laughs> right a fourth was um and now this was a surprise uh anthony selden who did a, um, a talk about um his walk from switzerland to um the the channel along the western front now the thing is i mean i'm sort of interested in that but what he did was he grafted in a lot of sort of philosophy about life and what's important in life and how to deal with grief. I thought it was a brilliant talk. Mm. And Claire? I think for me, um, some standout events include Dan Walker, who yep. had a sellout event um, on Saturday night at St. James. He was just an all-round, you know, fab person yeah, <laughs> um, he, guy, he yeah. spent so much time after his event speaking to every single person um, that wanted their book signed, mm. having a, signed having a conversation with them I think his book signing finished at about 10 10.30 in the wow, evening yeah. um, he really didn't have to do that but he, I think he genuinely wanted to meet everybody yeah. and his talk was just also really interesting it's really interesting to hear about the people that he's interviewed for his, for his book um, so that was fantastic I also really enjoyed um Manny and Reuben Coe's talk, mm -hmm. um, Brother Do You Love Me. I actually heard their talk, first of all, when I went to Cheltenham Literary Festival. Um, that's what persuaded me to buy the book and invite them over to Guernsey. 
Um, it was just a really moving and powerful talk. Um, I think quite a few people in the audience were in tears. Mm. And our honorary chairman, Terry Waite, stood up at the end um, and said a few words about it. So that was mm. just one of those special moments. Yeah. Um, and also for me, each year we run the children's writing competition for students in the Bailiwick of Guernsey. And we always have our award ceremony as part of the festival. And we had four children's authors that were speaking at the festival that were judging that competition. Um, so it was just a great celebration of, of um, those winning stories and also for the children to hear their stories read by award-winning yeah. children's authors mm. was a really special moment. And they mm. were all gifted an illustration that had been designed by a local illustrator um, as part of their prizes. So it was just fantastic to see, yeah. to see their reactions and to see, you know, kind of how that can inspire the next generation of writers. Yeah. Great, and this is this all plays into the whole cultural exchange idea, doesn't it? So this has been ramping up in a few years. You've got a lot more organisations talking about it. Art for Guernsey, Art House Jersey are really pushing this idea of cultural exchange. And last year you told me uh, that, uh, surprising, it was the first um, literary festival back after COVID, obviously, last year. And you told me about a surprising number of stories of people coming over specifically to, for the festival in Guernsey to watch events. Mm -hmm. Do you have any more stories of that this year, of people coming from surprising countries and further afield? Well, the biggest one was the winner of our international poetry competition. Ah. Um, now, the winner um, comes from Chicago, mm. and um, he, uh, he came over um, to be at the awards ceremony, which was uh, beautifully run by Jackie Kay, mm. the, uh, the uh, Scottish poet. And, and um, I mean, that was amazing that someone would come halfway across the world to get his prize. Mm. And um, he read his poem, he read it beautifully, and um, and he loved it here, he absolutely loved it. Mm. That's good. Yeah, you also touched on um, the link, obviously, with um, with Art for Guernsey. We, we were also really lucky to be able to team up with Art for Guernsey and the team there. Um, for, they offered a private viewing for all our authors to go and mm. see the Victor Hugo exhibition yes. they've currently got on. So that was fantastic. And we also you know, had some incredible feedback from the authors as well. Um, Hopeful House kindly offered um, for authors to visit the house. Um, and I think many of the authors were just completely blown mm. away with what an incredible yeah, place that they is. Were. And the fact, I mean, he's obviously known as a writer, but um, also as an artist. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, all, 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 I think they just found it incredible to actually visit the place where he lived. And many of them mm. didn't know that he'd been, you know, living in exile here for 15 years. So um, I think just to learn a little bit more about the heritage of Guernsey as well. Yeah. It's a great thing. And then, of course, they take that back and they say, mm. oh, Guernsey, what an interesting yeah. place, you know, what good events. Yeah. And, you know, they're, 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 there's so many hidden benefits to all that, which are, are not just obvious from a mm. speaking yeah. talk uh, at the Coat Hills, for example. Yeah. Um, looking further afield, um, you mentioned that your planning sort of window in terms of it's pretty much going to switch up soon. Um, do you have any ideas, thoughts, um, initial plans for 2023? You've already got a date booked in for the, the, the main week of the 1st to the 5th of May. So um, what, what can people expect going forward? Um, more of the same, but better. Setting the bar high. Well, uh, um, we do have a lot of events going on. I yeah. don't know if we could do more. But um, but it's gone. This year's gone so well, and um, and if we could match it next year or make it even a little bit better, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? We do potentially also have a couple of events that we're looking to reschedule this year yeah. as well. So yeah. Susie Dent unfortunately had to pull out for personal reasons at the last minute, but we are looking to reschedule um, mm. that event um, at some point this year. 
So, um, yeah, potentially a couple of interim events this year as well. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to next May, um, we'll be we'll be scouting literary festivals. We go to Cheltenham mm. every year um, when a lot of the um, you know next year's books will be out in time for our festival. So we'll be looking there for authors to invite for next year. Excellent. Well, best of luck. And Claire and Nick, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe. And remember, you can always head to bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Kit Hanna and the Bailiwick Express news team next week.